Thanks for checking out this bonus episode of the Dipsney Podcast. It's been a while since the end of last season, but we wanted to share some news about the program, and we also had one more story that we recorded last year at the Poughkeepsie Day School in Poughkeepsie, New York, that we couldn't wait to share. We're currently brainstorming possibilities for a second season of the podcast next year, but it's fall now and school's back in session everywhere, so it seemed like a good time to share this particular story. Before we get to that, though, my name is Jason Henn. When I hosted season one of the podcast, I was communications coordinator for Dipsney. I'm now the manager of marketing and external relations at the Conservation Center for Art and Historic Artifacts in Philadelphia, which administers and delivers Dipsney services. We wanted to welcome Marissa Hollerman to Dipsney as the new communications coordinator. We also want to formally say goodbye to archive specialist Amelia Parks, who moved on to the Library of Congress since our last episode. We also want to welcome Dipsney's newest team member, archive specialist Kate Phillipson. While we're doing housekeeping, we should mention that the Fall 2019 Planning and Assessment Services round is currently open as we're posting this episode. The deadline for applications is Friday, November 15th, 2019. Applications are accepted year-round, though, and they're reviewed three times a year. You can learn more at dhpsny.org. And now for our trip to Poughkeepsie Day School. You and I um, went to Poughkeepsie Day School la- early last summer, um, and we're trying to recall. <laughs> this is already off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like off the rails is fine. So we were reflecting on our site visit yeah. last July um, at the Poughkeepsie Day School. And this was my last, one of my last assignments with Dipsley. Now it that was. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> An epic adventure to Poughkeepsie and back at the Comfort Inn. It was a really beautiful day. It was very nice. It wasn't too hot in the summer. There's an orchestra program, right? Yeah. The soundtrack there goes up. It was pretty nice. Do you have any specific recollections? My name's Jason Henn, and I'm chatting with Dipsney's program manager, Anastasia Matikyu. We're talking about our trip together last summer to Poughkeepsie Day School in Poughkeepsie, New York. Poughkeepsie Day School is an unusual case for Dipsney, because it's one of only a few sites we've visited since 2016 that didn't already have an existing archival program. They applied for an archival needs assessment as a step toward establishing an archive of the school's history, and we're going to talk more about what that means in a moment. Just to recap, DHPSNY, which we pronounce Dipsney for short, stands for Documentary Heritage and Preservation Services for New York. It's a five-year initiative in partnership with the New York State Archives and the New York State Library that provides free services, online resources, and education programs to collecting institutions around the state. Today, we're in Poughkeepsie to witness the development of an archival program from the ground up. I asked Anastasia what made this a special site visit for Dipsney. Poughkeepsie Day School is a really unique site for us in that collecting isn't their main mission. They are a progressive education school that they serve the children, not the collections. Um, so working with them was exciting because they realized that they had an important place in history and wanted to start caring and addressing the needs of their records. It was exciting for us to help them figure out how do they make a successful archival program in the context of the resources they have as a school. Uh, my name is Brian Reed. I'm a lower school teacher at Poughkeepsie Day School. I've been teaching here since 1989. Uh, Jonathan Hylas, and I teach science in the high school and middle school. I'm Ben Chant. I'm the head of school at Poughkeepsie Day School. Poughkeepsie Day School was founded in 1934 by a group of Vassar College parents who are looking for an alternative for early childhood education and uh, and a group in collaborative work, uh, project-based work. Student work tends to be strongly interdisciplinary. 
um, very strongly at the younger grades and less and less as you get kids moving toward thinking about applying to colleges. But still, we have courses that are intentionally multidisciplinary. That this school has been doing it right, we think, for, since 1934 and has stuck to its guns uh, and has put the child and the child learning at the centre of, uh, of all the education we do, making sure that they have a lot of choice. So I think it's important that uh, we maintain the record of that development over the last 84 whatever years, uh, so that in 30 years' time, people can look and say, look, yeah, this has is, this is evolved in this way. Teachers tend to focus on the now and the, what just happened, and I could have got that kid, I could have got done this. And it's, sometimes it's very hard to step back and look, look at all the great things that we've done. So I hope that this archive project will give the teachers that perspective of all they've achieved over the, uh, the decades. In the archives, there, yeah, we have there's boxes of old photographs, uh, slides, uh, negatives. Uh, some we recognize, some we don't. Uh, so, getting a grip on what what there are, uh, there are some of the things that's fun to stumble upon are old uh, books made by students, so with drawings and writings, uh, artwork that at one time were in part of our library, uh, board minutes, uh, meeting minutes, grant applications for things that never happened but were great ideas <laughs> and it never occurred to me. And one of my favorites was um, when, all right, so we started in 1934 in one building. We moved down the road to a second building and then we moved here. When we moved here, we had the whole school march over. It was like a little over a mile. And I found what I'm pretty sure are banners that kids made for that march. And Wasn't there some was animal that led it? Well, probably llamas. <laughs> we had a lot of different things. It might have been a horse pulled cart, a goat pulled cart. So I don't know what the. It's an old building, you say, oh, it's going to leak. I don't know what they're going to. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things that we really talk with sites about is recognizing that you're never going to find the perfect space because even the people with all the money don't, they, they don't have perfect spaces. I swear, HVACs never actually work. Okay. Um, so it's kind of recognizing that you have these three spaces, two spaces that you're in and one potential space that you could be in. Yeah. And it's kind of doing risk management to recognize you might have a carpet here that can hold moisture and a wall that's leaking but you know that there's a dampness and a must and a mildew problem in that other room. Right. And so it's kind of saying which, for lack of a better term, what's the lesser of the two evils here when it comes to collections care? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, is there air conditioning there? Is there heat there? Which one's going to have a more stable environment? Mm -hmm. Basement will probably stay cooler, but it has that door to the open. You have that dampness in the summer. Kind of making that pros and cons list to figure out. Yeah. You're not going to get a set temperature. You're not going to be able to have a room that's pristine and clean, but it's saying, we have X, Y, and Z. What can we do with it? What, what is the lesson from, from this site visit for other organizations? When is the right time to start thinking about applying for an archival needs assessment? I think Poughkeepsie J School definitely shares the lesson that there's no time like the present to start the process and that you don't have to have everything in place for us to come out. Um, our job through the needs assessment is to help an institution figure out how to have a successful archival program. Um, cleaning up house before we come might cause more issues than you realize, and so just having us come at that moment and getting that snapshot in time of how you function as an institution is really the best time. 
don't clean up before the maid comes. That's yes. the thing that you always say. Our favorite saying that I say at conference presentations, please don't clean up before the maid comes because it's our job. For more information on Dipsney's services, you can visit dhpsny.org. To learn more about Poughkeepsie Day School, visit poughkeepsieday.org. That's P-O-U-G-H-K-E-E-P-S-I-E-D-A-Y dot org. Documentary Heritage and Preservation Services for New York is a program of the New York State Archives and the New York State Library, with services provided by the Conservation Center for Art and Historic Artifacts. Our program manager is Anastasia Matikiu. Our archive specialist is Kate Phillipson. Our preservation specialist is Jillian Marcus. And our communications coordinator is Marissa Halderman. I'm Jason Henn for the Conservation Center for Art and Historic Artifacts. Special thanks to Barbara Lilly, Holly Peacock, Maria Holden, and John Diefenderfer at the New York State Archives. <laughs>